Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Las Musas podcast. My name is Lorian Chu, and I am the illustrator of The Rice in the Pot Goes Round and Round. Today, I'm joined by Alexandra Alessandri, Zara Gonzalez-Hong, and Gloria Muesca. We are going to be talking about marketing and publicity. So um, let me introduce you guys. Uh, why don't you go first, Gloria? Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and about your book? Hi, everyone. I'm Gloria Mesqua, and my picture book bio is a child of the flower song people, Lucy Menes, daughter of the Nala. Uh, model and storyteller Lucy Menes keeps her native pride and resilience under the dominant Mexican culture. Luce Anawa embodied the native people as a model for 20th century artists such as Diego Rivera and also told cultural stories in Nahuatl that researchers captured helping keep the native language alive. She longed to be a teacher and though stymied by the Mexican revolution, she became a teacher through her representation of her cultural identity and through language. She was known as the spirit of Mexico a living link between the indigenous Nahua and the rest of the world. Through her deep pride in her roots and her unshakable spirit, the world came to recognize the beauty and strength of her people. The amazing Deccan Tonatuyu is the illustrator of Child of the Flower Song People, and it's written in verse and comes out August 17, 2021 from Abrams Books. Very, very nice. Thank you, Gloria. Um, Zara, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself and your book? Sure. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Zara Gonzalez-Wong, and I am the author and illustrator of A New Kind of Wild, which came out last year um, about Ren, who moves from the mountains of Puerto Rico to New York and has to kind of figure out how to feel at home in a new place. And I'm also the illustrator of Mi Casa is My Home, which comes out this uh, September, September 7th with Candlewick written by Loren Sala. And it is about um, a family. And it's about a little girl, Lucia, who introduces you to her family. And um, you get to kind of meet um, her beautiful, uh, loud, happy family. I love that. I love books about family. It's my favorite topic for a book. <laughs> They're just so full of joy and, and energy. Um, I'm so excited for, for that book. I, I remember when you first started working on it, I was excited and now I'm even more excited now that now it's getting closer and closer to the pub date. Um, Alexandra, why don't you talk a little bit about yourself and your book? Hi, so my debut, Feliz New Year, Eva Gabriela. Uh, released this past October. Uh, it is illustrated by Ali Rivera Sonda and uh, it released from Albert Whitman and Company. And it's about a shy little girl who's visiting her large extended family in Colombia for New Year's Eve. But she's so shy that she's having a hard time in being able to settle and enjoy the festivities. So she has to kind of find her voice throughout kind of like on those one-on-one -on -one relationships with her family members. My second book actually releases this July from Sleeping Bear Press, and it is illustrated by Courtney Dawson. It is Isabel and Her Colores Go to School. Um, and it's about uh, a little girl who doesn't know how to speak English, and she's starting kindergarten, or she's starting school, and she is very nervous about how she's gonna make friends. And so she uses what she loves, which is to draw 
uh, and to color to be able to bridge that, la that language barrier. That sounds great. And um, the cover for that, I don't know if anybody listening has seen the color for that, the cover for that, but wow, I'm really, really excited to get my hands on this book and dive into the illustrations. Um, all right, so let's talk about marketing and publicity. Um, I have a few questions and what I'll do is I will ask the question and then I will give each of you a chance to go around and give me a little bit of an answer. So let's start with the first question. Uh, the first question is, what did you know before you started thinking about marketing and publicity? And what and how have you been learning? So Gloria, why don't we start with you? Um, before you started doing your marketing and publicity for your book, did you already know anything about marketing and publicity? I think the only thing I knew was that people had book launches and sometimes they gave away bookmarks. You know, that's about it. Uh, I, I didn't even know, I didn't know about debut uh, groups or really much else. That was it. Uh, but I have been learning a lot. Uh, I've been learning about using social media. I mean, I was on a few things, but really didn't use it. Um, the only thing really I was on was Facebook, but then I joined Twitter and Instagram and I've had to learn about Slack and Airtable and TweetDeck and many, many other things that I don't really understand yet. Um, so I've <laughs> that learned you're about, still learning about. I'm learning. I learned about cover rebuilds, about Twitter parties, about people doing uh, uh, webinars and setting up interviews. And I'm just amazed about everyone else uh, who's doing this. And I'm not, I still feel a little lost in the process of promoting but I'm trying to learn yeah yeah you're getting there you're getting there um okay Zara how about you what what have you did you know anything about marketing or publicity beforehand and what have you been learning and how along the way yeah so I should have known a lot about marketing and publicity and technically I did because I worked in advertising uh, before I started writing and illustrating books. So right. in theory, I knew all of the things that I should have known <laughs> and all of the things that I should have done. But knowing those things and actually yep. putting them into action and yep. also like publishing is its own kind of different little beast, like uh, oh, yeah. um, uh, promoting a book is different than like doing an ad campaign or something like that. So mm -hmm. um, I, I generally knew what I should be doing. Um, except like when it came to like debut groups and stuff like that, that was all new to me. Um, and I joined Las Musas right, like just a little bit before my book launched. And so I didn't really have a chance to get comfortable with the group before my book launched and then the pandemic and things kind of spiraled right, out of control. Right, but right. Um, I, I feel like I knew more than some people do, but I don't know that I necessarily capitalized on that knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Um, all right. Well, Alexandra, what about you? What was your, uh, how, how are you feeling going into this and, and, and having to think about marketing and publicity for your book? So I had been trying to write and publish, trying to publish for quite a bit. And so mm -hmm. I think I was around, I think I joined Twitter probably in 2012 and I was part of Pitch Wars. So I was familiar with the mechanics of mm -hmm. what marketing and publicity should look like. I knew what swag was and I couldn't wait to 
to figure it out and to have <laughs> stuff that I can give away. Um, I didn't, um, I, I knew about the, the debut groups. Um, I knew about block tours, though how exactly you went about figuring out where to go and, you know, secure these blog tours, I really right. So I had followed enough writers that I, I knew some of the basics of what this was supposed to look like. But now the specifics, I, I didn't know until I was kind of in it. And I feel like I even, I, I knew I had a calendar, I, I was prepared, but it still caught me off guard. And I mm -hmm. was still behind the ball, I guess, when, right. it came, when it came time to it. So that's interesting. So, so basically, um, what I'm hearing from the three of you is you, you, you kind of had a little bit of an idea of what was, what to do and what to expect, but like anything else, when you're in, when you're in it, things can get a little bit chaotic. Things can go a little bit differently than you were expecting or than planned. And you, there is a, a fair amount of learning on the job, which I also, uh, in my own experience, I, I always felt like, oh, I'd be so good at this aspect of, of, you know, kid lit um, because I have so many ideas and I feel like I'm really great uh, with people and networking and I can make my own like uh, visuals or whatever. And then when, when push comes to shove, the way that things go, it, it's just, you're, you're so busy with other things that, you know, it's like the, the best laid plans of mice and men, you know, like you, you can plan and you can have uh, an idea of what you want to do and then it might not work out at all. It might not look like anything, you know, that you wanted. But, um, but ultimately, I think that what I'm getting from this conversation so far is like, it, not that it doesn't matter, but to kind of just like give yourself that okay to not feel 100% great about this aspect of things. Because um, something that I always kind of tell myself whenever I'm feeling like, oh, I'm not doing enough to market and, and publicize my book is that there are so many amazing like booksellers out there. And these publishers have really phenomenal publicists um, and people working on that end as well. And um, sometimes uh, I'll feel like, oh yeah, I haven't done anything in a while for this book. And then uh, uh, my editor will contact me and be like, oh, guess what? look at this, you know, uh, spot that we have in Scholastic or something like that. And it'll always be such a nice surprise to know that there are other people who are out there doing that work. So it doesn't fall 100% on you. And I know that you guys had also said right before we started this, um, that a lot of your, I guess I'm going to call them book partner, depending on whether it was the author and you're the illustrator or whether you're the author and you were talking about your illustrator, but it's so nice to have a book partner that you can kind of, uh, bounce ideas off of or, or rely on to kind of pick up loose ends where you left off. I know that my book partners, the authors that I've illustrated their books have always been really great at all of that. So I feel really lucky about that. Let's move on to the next question. Do you know, maybe you do know, maybe you don't know, but if you know, please share with us, what has your publisher done um, or will do to market your book and how much have you done? So like I said, you know, I sometimes fall behind on my plans for marketing, uh, but then I'll get an email from the publisher and they'll say like, oh, look what we did. So um, 
How about you guys? What is your experience with that? Uh, Gloria. Well, my publisher, Abrams, I think is doing a lot. I mean, I have nothing to judge it by, but it feels good that they're doing quite a few things. Uh, they've asked me to make a short three minute video for their fall winter preview. And um, even though it's August, it's in the fall winter category. And they've uh, pitched my book for some conferences and they're reaching out to kidlet influencers. I don't know which ones they're doing, but I gave them a list of some that I wanted to make sure, but I think it overlaps. So that's, that's good. And um, yeah, the marketing plan looks fabulous. Uh, what I did was uh, my plan, my cover reveal, and uh, actually my uh, agency uh, reached out to Latinx and Publishing, and they did the cover reveal. And I've asked authors for blurbs to use in um, promoting. And uh, so far, the ones I've asked have all said yes. And uh, my agency is also going to ask some other people that the clients are theirs. And another thing that I've done is to hire an intern to help me with the website because wow. that's just way beyond what I can do. So <laughs> right. that has helped tremendously. Right. And I think also just to kind of add to what you were just saying about hiring an intern, how um, there are always just like your friends out there as well, who I, I feel like I'm the critique groups that I'm part of and uh, the groups, the debut groups that I'm part of do such a great job as well, picking up uh, anything that slips through my own fingers. So that it's always such an important thing to remember that there is help out there. It's not all on you. Zara, how about you? I, I guess I'll, I'll kind of talk in, in tandem. Um, for both of my books, PR people at the different publishing houses um, pitched uh, the book and me to uh, conferences and to bookstores and would have set up school visits for me for right. any kind of wild, but of course the pandemic kind of actually mm -hmm. a lot of my events and um, school visits and stuff like that got canceled because it was at the very, oh. it came out at the very beginning right. of the pandemic. So nobody really knew how to do virtual uh, visits or anything like right. that yet, but they came back around towards the end of the year and into this year and have, um, I've still done a few appearances through um, my uh, my publishing house for a new kind of wild. Now that kind of people have an idea of what virtual events are, and then mm -hmm. you know for the book that's coming out, obviously at this point everybody's kind of like uh, understanding the whole new virtual world. So like we're already being pitched to um, different bookstores and school visits and stuff like that for that book. Still thinking that it's going to be virtual in the fall. And then for the book that I have coming out, um, Candlewick does like a illustrator series where they have illustrators kind of in give a tour uh, their creative space. So mm. I'm going to be doing that, which is a little scary because I have to, you know, walk people around my very messy <laughs> studio and talk about <laughs> myself and my creative process, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. It'll be fine. And then um, I actually feel very fortunate that the author is really into the marketing and PR aspect of it. Lorraine is, is she works in advertising and, um, and so she has like all these ideas of things that she wants to do to mm -hmm. help pitch the book and having my other book come out and it just be all on me. It was, yeah, it was, it was hard. It's hard to be the author and the illustrator. So it feels really good to yeah. have, you know, a partner in mm -hmm. the, uh, the success of this book 
you know, not that the, the publishing house isn't, they're a great partner too, but they have many books. Whereas, yeah. um, you know, you're, you're the Loren, you know, just has this book coming out just like I do. Right. And so it's, it's fun to have somebody to collaborate with and, and bounce ideas off of. And, you know, so we're putting together a pre-order campaign and, um, uh, you know, partnering with local bookstores to do some, some things like that. And I really think that being able to collaborate with some, somebody this time around just makes everything so much like nicer. Yeah. And I know like, you know, it's actually my third book that's coming out. My first book, me and the author never really spoke to each other. So like mm. we kind of did our own uh, publicity stuff when the book came out, you know, mm -hmm. the second book that I had published was, you know, a book that I did myself. So I didn't have anybody to collaborate with really. And so it's really nice this time around to, to have that, that partner and, you know, but you never know, you know, sometimes authors, you want to do their own thing, you know, right. sometimes illustrators are, don't necessarily want to collaborate. So it's nice when, uh, it's nice, but nice to have the opportunity to have that collaboration though. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. better than one head <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah um yeah that's I feel like we're so lucky to be working in field where there is such a tight community because I feel like what if, if if somebody drops something someone else is there to pick it up for them you know what I mean I think that that the children's literature community is really really good about supporting each other so uh that's really cool Alexandra, um, how about you? What uh, what kind of stuff has your publisher done to market your book? How much have you done? So I just wanted to start by um, just kind of almost like a, a direct. So for both my books, I actually haven't been able to collaborate with the with the illustrator. Huh. We've connected after the fact, and both are amazing. Both I love their work so much, uh, and I love the illustrations that they've done. But both times I, I really have, it's only been after the book, um, I guess has gone to printing or starting to get um, to. To be fair, I will say that that's common. And, and I didn't mean <laughs> that we collaborated during the actual creation of the book because I, I, I love uh, Loren, she's great. And we connected after the fact, but I totally didn't talk to her during it. So just true point, yeah. true point, true point, true point. Yeah. For, for, for listeners, it's quite common for, if you don't know already, it's quite common for an author and illustrator who are working on the same book to not have any contact. I actually have had very limited contact with all of my authors. So that's, that's usually, I think the case. Go ahead, Alexandra. No, that's awesome. Well, that's good to know. No, but it, 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 both times it's been lovely. But yes, there hasn't been a, a lot of just through social media and and stuff. But so my publisher, I guess, similar to both of you, my publisher has sent it out to to trade reviews. They've done actually they've done graphics. Um, for my first publisher uh, for Feliz New Year, they did graphics whenever I got the reviews uh, come rolling in. We did. Um, some interviews through the booth at NCTE, Every, everything was virtual. So this was a very virtual and I, I am the type of person that before the pandemic, if you asked me if I could come up in a video, I would say absolutely not, nope, <laughs> not gonna happen. So it's been definitely a very steep learning curve, mm -hmm. uh, not outside of my comfort zone, but it's been kind of cool. So anyways, and uh, at NCTE, I was able to be in a booth they pitched it to uh, 
some of the to the reviewers. Um, and my brain is blanking out right now. Well, that's okay. <laughs> I think all of our brains like to uh, need to blink out every now and then. I think it's a good thing. <laughs> but they did. They pitched to conferences. They pitched, They sent it to reviewers. They um, they had the information out there. They had it on their list and out on Edelweiss. Uh, this, my second publisher same, is also sending it out, uh, we, pitching it to contests, getting the information across all the social media platforms. And what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> you did the writing. The, I did the writing. No, and I tried, <laughs> I, I, I tried to, something that I did that I think that I've really actually really enjoyed doing with the first book that I really want to do with the second is really tapping into uh, the teacher or, or addressing the teachers and mm-hmm. doing giveaways and uh, putting the book out there on social media, but more as a connection with teachers and students. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was something I did. And of course the bookmarks and swag and that part of the publicity. Right. Yeah, you were talking um, before we started recording the podcast today. You were talking about making um, think materials for teachers for your books, which I thought I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's so nice!" <laughs> because um, there there are just some things that I think certain people will think to do, and and then you know, some people it doesn't even cross their mind. But like um, supporting the the teachers and librarians um, in schools and helping them to get the most out of your book in that way. I think that's a a great idea. I think every book should come with some kind of teacher material. (laughs) Um, I think think one of the reasons why the, for the, for me, the teachers, um, teacher materials were so important is because I know that on, as, as a teacher, when I've found books that have those teacher materials, yes, 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 really, they're really useful. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had planned on doing it and then I just never got her. I started it because yeah. I, like you, was going, um, Alexandra did hers herself. And I was, I have one started that I was doing myself. My mom, who was a third grade teacher for a long time, was kind of helping me out with some of the curriculum aspects mm-hmm. of it. But it was just right. so hard and I never finished. I'm, I don't know. Alexandra, do you think that it's even still worth it a year out to put something like that out? Or do you I think, think I so? <laughs> I do. Yeah. I do. It, it was, and it was great. Uh, it, it was great working on it. I, I wasn't going to do it myself initially. Uh, a friend of mine convinced me to do it and it was a lot of work, but it was, I am proud of, of it. Um, and hopefully teachers, I know it's been downloaded. Hopefully teachers have found it useful. I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have too. I mean, I have to say in the school visits that I've done, I don't have anything up, but the the things that teachers come up with to do with our books Mm -hmm. is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I do, I do think that if you can give those things to them, so they don't have to like do quite so much work and, um, you know, and maybe they don't do exactly what you've suggested, but like that sparks ideas for them I suppose that is probably useful because I mean I know my mom was a teacher for a long time and they spent so much time working on their lesson plans and curriculum or whatever so now I, I feel like I've talked myself into finally finishing my thing for a new kind of wild Yay. all right 
So let's move on to talking about one of my favorite things, swag. Okay, so in case somehow, listeners, you do not know what swag is, we're talking about bookmarks, pins, book plates, t-shirts, tote bags even, (laughs) depending on how passionate you are, I guess, about swag. Um, So I, uh, I will quickly start by by saying that for for the book that I illustrated dress like a girl the author Patricia Patricia Tott had ordered a bunch of pins um with the little girl characters on them and I have to say and this was I want to say at this point three or four years ago um I still have those pins and I feel like people are really excited about those things like all the time they're always asking like I have some on my bag that sometimes people are asking me about and then that's a good conversation starter um and they're really great to give as like a giveaway what are some swag things that you either have done and it was wonderful or would love to one day do uh Gloria go ahead well I've been trying to decide if it's worth doing that or or not I'm thinking that in the virtual world we're doing all this in, uh, it's not really easy to get those to people. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, we're hoping that some things will start to open up into, um, you know, we were actually with real people. And right. I don't know but how effective it is to do that. Or even how to do it since I'm not the artist. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, and Duncan Donatio is such a famous person that I'm, I'm all of him. And I'm like, would he even let me use some of these? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Are, are you asking as the author, are you asking or, or are you basically kind of saying that you feel a little bit uncomfortable using your illustrator's work without first talking to them? Oh, yeah. 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 You know, I have to say that that is actually a thing. Um, I'm glad that it came up. <laughs> um, I, I, for anybody out there listening who is an author and who works with an illustrator, it is always a nice thing to do to kind of just like at least mention that you're going to do something with your illustrator's work. I don't, I could not imagine any illustrator ever saying like, no, don't do that. <laughs> um, but I guess you never know. But I think that it's just a nice thing to do. I think it's just a thoughtful thing to do. So um, that said, I, I mean, I, I think that you absolutely should <laughs> do that and not. I actually think you're, actually think you're legally obligated. I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure that you actually have to yeah. uh, run it by the illustrator, or ask the illustrator because they own. I the believe copyright. we still. Yeah, exactly. to the yeah. especially for merchandising right. rights. Right. I think oh, we yeah. retain well, I mean, assuming your um agent retained merchandising right. rights, which In most agents try and re- retain merchandising mm-hmm. rights. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. the illustrator has to agree to those things. Although Alexander, maybe you know more specifically because you've actually had to do that and I haven't. Well, I was okay. gonna say uh, you you I would assume, especially if you haven't had that contact with your illustrator, you would go, that's what I did anyways. I went through my publisher, through the publicist, Mm -hmm. um, and that's how we worked it out. And I was able to have um, at least the, the, but 
I was able to have the permission for uh, first and foremost, but also what the rules were for being able to use them in right. the products, whether the bookmarks, they, they went through an approval process. So it wasn't mm-hmm. just, oh, I want to do the, which, which actually is one of the misconceptions that I had. Oh yeah. So, you know, it's going to be, I could just order whatever. Right. Um, and then no, it's not, it, there right. is an approval process. Each publisher will have their own set of rules. All, um, in addition to then, of, of course, the permission to be able to say, well, yes, but it has to have X, Y, Z. In this space, it, the title had to be very clear as well as some, I think the, the publisher's um, logo. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yeah, I, uh, when I, I did was some, asked, oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead, Zara. Go, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say, I, I didn't do, I honestly didn't do much. I did put together some postcards um, because I was, what did I do? I think before it came out, I did some events. And so I wanted to have postcards to promote it. So I ran those postcards um, past the publisher just to make sure that, you know, everything was okay, that I had their logos in the right place, that, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. So, um, so I did that. Um, I think it's always a good rule of thumb to just like ask. And um, even if you think you're sure, <laughs> to always just ask just in case, you know, I think it's just the thoughtful thing to do. And then in the end, it's, uh, you know, it, it's kind of CYA. Um, and- and also just really important too, you mm-hmm. can't go on and sell this stuff. So you can right. use it as per part of the promotional yes. package, but it, both my publishers have been very clear. Just make sure this yes. isn't going to be for sale. Like, no, yes. Not. No, but right. I thought I would throw that in there too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think, I think too, um, like at the end of the day, the author and the illustrator both want this be to, book to be a success. So Gloria, I don't think you should be afraid of reaching out through your publisher to um, see if the illustrator would be willing to, you know, let you do some stickers or some book plates or whatever, you know, you're Mm -hmm. interested in doing. Because, I mean, certainly for every book that I've worked on, I I want it to succeed. I'm more than willing to lend my artwork to, you know, anything as long as it looks good right yeah you know, that's 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 the, the key as long as whatever you're making looks good I don't really care right. you know right. because the more that you're excited about promoting it you know that that's great for the book and the more that I'm excited about promoting it that's great for the book too and that yeah. I think is one of the great things about having a collaboration between an author and an illustrator is we we all bring in you know our own um you know uh following our own like people that are excited about us and the stuff that we're doing and so as much as there's all this like formal marketing and publicity Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of the like um stuff that actually you know maybe affects things more is just like being excited about your book getting it out there telling all your friends about it like using your platform whatever they might be uh, social media, newsletter, whatever, to mm-hmm. just share that, you know, you have this thing coming out and getting yeah. the people that are closest to you really excited about them. Because I mm-hmm. can't tell you how many times people that I know have like been so excited about telling me how they like sold somebody else on my book. And like, <laughs> I don't, you know, well, no, because like, I don't think that I can affect mu- like much in the way of sales. I don't have a huge following. I can't affect much in the way of sales, you know, by making some stickers or some postcards or whatever. But what I can do is like, hopefully inspire my friends and family to like go out and help me, you know, yeah. succeed. And and they have, they, they, they are so excited about knowing somebody who, 
um, you know, has written a book or illustrated a book, um, or they're so excited about like whatever the subject matter of my book is that mm -hmm. they want to help me. And yeah. like, that is the best publicity and whatever that I feel like I could have. So like, to mm -hmm. me, just like, um, being really authentic, trying to like build my following, um, in that way, but like through people that like really care about the stuff that I'm doing, like to me, it's kind of like the slow, uh, growth, but mm -hmm. like, I feel like to me over time, that's probably some of the best marketing publicity that you can do beyond just, you know, the quick, like, here's a sticker, here's a whatever. Cause like, right. you can like, like, for example, we're going to do a, a pre-order, um, giveaway where, you know, we'll give away, I think we're going to give away stickers and then somebody's going to win a, a portrait of their family, I think is what we're doing with the book that I have coming out in September because it's oh, about wow. families. And, um, and so that's kind of what we're thinking. It's, you know, so uh, awesome. something that hopefully people will want and we'll pre-order our book to do. But, mm -hmm. um, but beyond that, that's like, you know, maybe the biggest splash that we can make is like pre-order, but like once it's out, the only thing that I can do is like talk about the book Mm -hmm. you know, tell everybody that I, you know, that I, um, like be uh, like authentically try and yes. get the book out in the world, talk about what it meant to me, talk about what I was inspired about, um, when I was illustrating the book. And those are the things to me that hopefully will sell the book and, and get people to, to like the book and like me, because I can't really control all the people that I don't know. And, you know, like whatever, I can only control my small amount of followers <laughs> or not, mm -hmm. I can't control them, but you know what I mean? I can only like, I can only speak to the people that know me. Right. So, um, everything, yeah. everything that Zara said, everything. Yes. Said. You know, and at the end of the day, I do think that bookmarks and book plates and stickers and all those, they're very, they're awesome. They're cute and stuff, but they're not gonna move mountains. Yeah, oh no, they're not gonna make or break your book. <laughs> They're just fun. Totally, fun. totally agree. <laughs> and we need to have some fun when we're promoting our books because yeah. it's so scary. You know, it's it's such right. a thing. So you, we have to have a little fun too. And even right. if like the swag doesn't do much, it doesn't move the needle that much. It's fun to give out stickers and kids like yes. them. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Sometimes I do wish that we could maybe like be given like a little budget or something <laughs> from the publisher to make swag with, but that's just what my wildest dreams. <laughs> I would love for for that to just like be like an auto, like, oh, and here's, you know, a hundred dollars to make stickers with stickers. <laughs> I, I mean, probably never going to happen. <laughs> some, that's, I mean, that's not true. Some people do get that, you know, there are lead titles and then there are some other word for titles that I can't think of that are not lead titles, but are like mm -hmm. one step down from that. And then there's everybody else. Yeah. And so if yeah. you're a lead title, you get a lot of support and you probably sure. get that swag made for you. And right. I mean, it, again, it depends on the publisher and how big the publisher is and like whatever, right. but um, and the pandemic and probably, not, and the pandemic also impacted how much. So for mm -hmm. example, my publisher of my second book, they, uh, because of the pandemic, they're they're not really having a lot of the print. They're not, they're not printing materials. So the bookmarks, they can do a mock-up, they can do a downloadable bookmark, for example, right. but they're not printing. But if I want to print them, then I can mm -hmm. go ahead and do so. Right. But the pandemic right. also impacted yeah. how much. Did yeah. you ask them for that or did they offer that? I asked. That's, I, 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 that's actually a good point. 
you don't yeah. get what you don't ask for. Yes. Yes. And that, like, that was something one of my friends who's a, a pretty established author, um, she asked for everything. The yeah. worst they can do is say no. Yeah. So, I mean, you can ask them if they're willing to make stickers. You can ask them if they're willing to make book parks. You can ask yeah. them if they're willing to make book plates. Yeah. They say no if they, they're not going to do it, but you never uh -huh. know. They might say yes. Yeah. Sometimes they have printers in-house that they can print some of that stuff on, and so they'll just do it. Right. Just like how, how we were just saying before, like about like as an illustrator, oh my God, I would totally love if like one of my authors reached out to me and was, and was like, Hey, can you make something for this? I would be so happy to do that. It's just that like, I don't know. I needed that. I needed somebody to poke my brain about it. You know what I mean? So like, just like that, I feel like sometimes the, a publisher, would totally be willing to do something and like collaborate or, you know, do it for you. But you, you really ju do just have to kind of like speak up and say something. Which is really hard to do, especially it if you're be. an introvert. It can be, it, can, I, it absolutely can be. It can be very, very hard to do, but. Um, and most authors and illustrators are introverts. So it's okay. Sure, I think, sure. Uh, I mean, Lori I, think, and I, I, think, I would call you an extroverted introvert, but the rest of us maybe are. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's 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 move on so we've talked about a bunch of stuff let's talk about uh what what would you say has been um something that was surprisingly easy or fun about the process of uh publicity and marketing Gloria well the most fun I've had uh recently is I got to talk to a group of uh, college students who are planning to be teachers and uh, their, their professor is a friend of mine from a long time ago we worked together and uh, it was just so fun answering their questions and uh, it, it, it was just it was I, I was in my element mm. <laughs> to them. so that was a lot of fun it really was Zara how about you so for me, I mean, I don't know if this counts as marketing publicity, but I'm going to call it marketing publicity. Uh, for me, the most fun was doing World Read Aloud Day. I mean, it's not technically marketing publicity, but like, I feel like anything that you're doing to promote your book can count as marketing publicity. And it was sure. my first time doing World Read Aloud Day. And I visited a bunch of different classrooms and it seriously was the most fun. Mm. I loved hanging out with the kids. I loved drawing with the kids. I loved talking to the kids. The teachers were fantastic. I honestly cannot wait to do it again next year. <laughs> that oh, that's so fun. So fun. Alexandra, how about you? Yes. Yes to all of that. Um, it really is. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. the world read the world read aloud and connecting to connecting with the, the students has been mm -hmm. by far. And it, it is part of marketing and publicity because mm -hmm. they're they get excited that we're excited about being there. They get excited about hearing us. They get excited about the book and then they go tell their their families. And mm -hmm. so it is in a way, but it just they have such amazing questions, not all at all related to the book necessarily. <laughs> but I, I, um, I had a, a student once asked me if I collected anything, second grade, oh. and it was so amazing. And then he showed me all the stuff he collected. And it was, it was just really, really cool. So that by far has definitely, definitely been one of my favorite um, parts of, that's been surprisingly easy because I teach college students so mm -hmm. 
going in, I was a little worried about making that transition. Mm-hmm. So I know how to speak you know, to college students when I'm in the classroom. And I have a, a son who's now 13, but you know, obviously I've gone through that and I have family and whatnot, but um, I, I, I worried a little bit and I, I really had no, nothing to worry about because it was so awesome. Yeah, I think I, I, per, I don't want to go on a, my long rant about how much I love kids, but <laughs> I think whenever kids are involved, everything seems uh, to go well because they just have such an amazing energy and rubs off on you. And then everybody's kind of just like, ha. Ah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I actually have yet to do a school visit, but I can't wait for the day when I can finally do one. Um, I got to uh, talk with John Shu, uh, Mr. Shu, uh, for Scholastic Book Fairs on World Read Aloud Day. So that is what I have done. And that was great. Uh, he has a thing called Book Joy Live and me and Wendy, um, uh, the author from Rice in the Pot goes round and round, uh, had a really great conversation with him. And we actually did a sing along too. So <laughs> doesn't get better than that. Um, okay, one more quick question before we go. Um, do you have any advice for authors or illustrators getting ready to debut in terms of marketing and publicity? Gloria, uh, what, what do you think? I think, uh, well, this is just like, because I didn't have my website ready early enough. Get your website ready way, <laughs> way early. And, yeah. uh, and also be in a debut group because it is so helpful. You learn so much and you have that support. That's that mm-hmm. Yes. Really How about you, Zara? So I think um, everything that Gloria said, I, I mean, I wasn't, I was in a debut book, but I didn't debut group, group. <laughs> but I, I didn't really feel like I, I took advantage of it as mm-hmm. much. So I feel like it's, it's nice to still have the support of Las Musas this time around when I feel like I have my feet under me a little mm-hmm. bit more. So I definitely agree that anything that you can do to build a community around you yes. that's um, going to support you and help you and cheer you on, which is yes. so important, um, I think is great. And then beyond that, just, and I know this is going to be very difficult, but try not to stress so much about mm-hmm. doing everything because it's really easy to get caught up in, you know, feeling like you need to do this and that and, you know, the other thing, because you see this person doing something or you see that person doing stuff something and it looks like amazing or whatever. And I think that you just need to take, take a step back, take a deep breath mm-hmm. and, you know, do whatever you can do, whatever feels good for you, do whatever you have the capacity to do. When my debut book came out, I had a newborn, there was a pandemic, mm-hmm. I did not do a lot. It took me six to eight months to do anything for my debut. Right. And that's okay. Right. You know, it still got into people's hands. People still have seen it. People are reading mm-hmm. it. I'm getting wonderful, wonderful feedback on it. So even if you can't do everything right away, um, even if you can't do anything at all, it's okay. You know, it's mm-hmm. okay. Just take a deep breath, you know, do what you can speak to the people that are closest to you really try and, um, you know, utilize the, the resources and, the, and the, the people in your life and um, have them help you, you know, get other people excited and spread the word about your, your book. And, you know, if that's all you can do, that's okay. Right, that's right, okay. right, right, right. I've been saying no FOMO, fear of missing out, 
because I feel like that, the, the FOMO, F-O-M-O, um, really can steal your joy. So just enjoy the ride. And yes, if you can do this or that or this or that extra little thing, great. If not, you're still public, having a book published. So woohoo, you know. And at the end of the day, that book is the product that is going to make it you know, how much we do on our end. And I going to piggyback on that because that was actually what was going on through me. You don't have to do all the things. Yeah. Uh, Then I I know that I was very close to um, having a a, a panic attack close Mm. to the release, just because I felt like I had to do it all and I wasn't doing enough. And no matter what I did, it wasn't it wasn't going to be. And I did have to take a step back and talk to Mm -hmm. some friends who basically set me straight. Right. And, you know, it, it's how much I do or don't do really at the end. It doesn't really matter. The book is what matters. Um, but uh, kind of on a similar note, but the flip side, be open to saying yes to things that perhaps you might not have ordinarily said yes to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still kind of working my way up there with the whole TikTok thing. I'm not feeling <laughs> it just yet. <laughs> but uh, there are a lot of things to, uh, between pre-publishing and now that I've said yes to that I had never said yes to before Mm -hmm. the uh, online virtual panels or podcasts or Mm -hmm. this is new for me and I'm really happy that I've said yes great oh I love that I love that so much so yeah so there so strike a balance between no FOMO and challenging yourself and opening up yourself to to new things and new ideas and taking those risks Um, And then also know that you've got an amazing community that's got your back. That's kind of like the net that you can fall into if you do fall, which you won't because everything's all good. (laughs) Thank you so, so much, ladies, for for joining me today. Uh, Listeners, if you'd like to learn more about Las Musas or our books, please visit our website at lasmusasbooks.com or find us on social media at Las Musas Books. And be sure to check out our bookshop page where each purchase of one of our books goes towards supporting independent bookstores, which is very important. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also sign up for Las Musas newsletter to have podcast updates as well as other Musa news, such as release dates, teasers, spotlights, and more delivered straight to your inbox. Thanks for listening. Have a good one.